Credit card company says I'm deceased. I need advice. Sorry if this turns out to be a long story. Started getting my credit card declined, so I called Citibank. They told me I had been listed as deceased and my account is in probate. I spoke with their probate department and told them I'm not dead. They said they can't fix my account because there are multiple names associated with my social security number. So I called all three credit bureaus and all three said there weren't multiple names associated with my social security number. They had no idea what city is talking about. At this point, I'm getting very irate and call Citibank's probate department back. I ask where on earth they're getting that I'm dead and that there's multiple names associated with my social security number. The lady then says that my wife called them and told them I died, which is 100% false. And I reiterated that they are multiple names associated with my social security number. I tell her, not according to Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, so where are they seeing that? She couldn't answer me. She then says my only option is to send them a copy of my driver's license, my social security number card, and a letter from the Social Security Administration stating I am who I say and not dead. I say they didn't need any documentation to list me as dead, so why should I go through the trouble of proving I'm alive? She then tells me if I don't do it, they will report me as dead to the credit bureaus, ruin my credit, and I'll be denied health care coverage and a whole lot of other nasty consequences I've forgotten. What do I do? Uh, make sure to like go down below and maybe give some advice to this person if you end up watching this episode, right? I got accepted into my dream school, but my dad is about to lose his job. So I currently live in Miami, Florida, and I got accepted into Florida State University. I have earned Florida Bright Futures, which is a scholarship that covers 100% of the tuition and even gives some money for books. I have a 4.22 GPA and I got a 29 on the ACT. My dad broke the news to me yesterday that he is more than likely going to lose his job within a few months and I have no clue what to do as my grandma was also recently diagnosed with breast cancer and she's now living at my house and is slowly deteriorating right in front of my eyes. I really really want to go to FSU but all signs are pointing to me having to stay in Miami and going to community college, which will be free. I have looked into scholarships, but the deadline to pay the deposit for enrollment is May 1st, and most scholarships that I can apply for come out later. Edit. Thank you all so much for the many comments, and I'm not going to lie. This is my first real Reddit post, and there's a lot of people asking things, so I'm going to cover the main ones that I've seen. A main one is I need to pay for room and board and a meal plan. Though I don't actually need to live on campus, I don't have a car, so it would probably just be overall easier for me to be able to just live on campus. Then my plan has been set for about three years, and it was two. Go to FSU and major in psychology with a pre-law track. Go to law school 
and take out loans because those are inevitable. Hopefully, either start my own practice or find a firm that I can join. Practice, preferably, family law and be able to make a living to support myself and my family. Another thing is, if I don't go to FSU, I'll be going to Miami Dade Community College. So no matter what, I'm going to go to college. It's just whether I go to FSU or MDC. I will get a job at whichever college I go to, so I can have money. And I have about one thousand dollars saved up, but that's not nearly enough to truly help with FSU at the moment. Now, here's the thing: for this specific situation, and if you watch this, feel free to leave a comment with your opinion because that's also helpful for anyone similar in this situation. But the thing is, the best option is to go to. Miami Dade Community College. Because here's the thing: you could always finish FSU in the last two years. Technically, you could finish it in the last year and still get a degree from FSU. So here's the thing: are you wanting to spend money for the college experience? Are you wanting to go into debt for the college experience? Same thing goes with the whole law degree. Guess what? You could work your way while cash flowing. Your law degree is going to be difficult. You probably got to do maybe two jobs. You might have to be creative with your money-making methods. But either way, you can go to college as a lawyer debt-free. It's going to be extremely difficult, and also you could apply for grants and scholarships for law school. And I believe there's even an apprenticeship program for some lawyers, right? Where they don't actually force you to end up paying something. It's like very like specific. You gotta look at it. But it's something to really think about it. Like do a lot of research because obviously this person has not done enough research about law school and definitely hasn't done enough for how to go to college debt free. Right? Because you should never go to college with debt. Never. Because there was no guarantee that you're ever going to graduate it, and there's no guarantee that you'll get a job with the degree that you get from college. So be very, very careful with this. Okay. I just ruined my financial life. I'm trying to fix it. I have two credit cards with a one thousand dollar limit. Between them, I owe about eight hundred dollars. However, this number is constantly increasing because I only make minimum payments or have to keep using them for food, gas, etc. I took out a five thousand dollar personal loan a couple of months ago to pay them off because they were maxed out. I also use this to pay my car insurance off for the next six months. I pay two hundred and eleven dollars per month on this loan. I pay seventy dollars per month to my mom for my phone since I'm still on her plan. I have two large dogs who eat a ton of food. This costs me about forty-five dollars every three weeks. I also have to pay their vet bills. One has a bad leg, which will most likely require another surgery soon. That will be about three k. I try to put money away in savings, but it seems like something is always coming up. So I end up making just enough money to pay my bills, and that is it. I always have to take money back out of my savings after I put it in because something unexpected pops up. Dog gets sick. I get a flat tire, etc., etc. At the end of the day, I can't save anything. 
and I'm not paying anything at all right now towards my loans and collections. That is a huge issue that needs to be addressed. My maternity leave will be unpaid except for four weeks through the state of Rhode Island, and that will only be partial pay. We will not be able to afford daycare when the baby comes. If we don't save enough, that four weeks is all I will be able to take. I've applied for per diem and part-time jobs elsewhere for extra income, but not one place has even called me back. Never mind hired me. I've been applying for months. My boyfriend's parents offered me the name of their financial advisor, but I can't even pay the fee to see them once. I don't know what else to do. I grew up with a mom who makes overall absolutely terrible life choices, and because of that, I have a lot of childhood trauma to deal with. I am so scared. I'm going to do the same thing to my kid. I am willing to do whatever it takes to fix this and give my child the life they deserve. This is a pretty scary situation, and feel free to leave a comment if you end up watching this as to what this person could potentially do, or maybe tell your own story. So, have a personal finance story or question? Feel free to post your own financial story in the comments section, or submit it to us on Instagram at Forty and Bucks, and we will try to put it in a future episode. We will also have this as a podcast. Where we go over personal finance stories, money stories, and business stories, so that you can listen to this wherever you are in the future. Make sure to stay tuned and unbox your money. Subscribe if you found this helpful at all for weekly business and personal finance content and stories. Learn the four steps to make money online in the description. Hit the like, hit the bell to stay notified. Check out fortyinbox.com. Leave a comment with your story and share. Learn step by step how to make a profitable course in the description, and get a free stock by joining Robinhood. And we'll see you in future episodes. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to leave a review and DM us on Instagram at Forty and Box as to what you would like to learn more about when it comes to money and personal finance and making money. Now, if you want to learn the simple steps to make money online using just a phone or a computer in a PowerPoint presentation, join the free training below. You could join Robinhood and get a free stock worth up to five hundred dollars below. And make sure to check out FortyInBox.com to be a master of your money. And there are useful tools on there to help grow your money on there as well, like automated investing apps and just free resources that could really help you out. And thanks for listening, and see you on the next episode. And this has been the Fortium Box podcast.